on the 30 meter line. They're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot for Manasseh. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. Delighted to be joined as per usual by the Tash. How are you mate? Y'all good? Not too bad brother. Uh, quite old weekend so just sat and watched the rugby. Hey one, good to, good to hear. Um, someone did. So yeah look. Someone did. Yeah and I'm, I'm, I'll uh, issue an apology in advance. I'm drastically unprepared for this week's episode. But look we'll wing it. We'll get by and uh, just don't call me out on Twitter um, but you can't follow me on Twitter Sasquatch Scoop uh, yeah so I suppose round 16 few interesting results otherwise known as the washout round I think it's fair to say uh, disaster weather wasn't it there's some great pictures on the, it was at the Raiders and Dragons game up in your mind up in the hill it's like, two boys up in the stand yeah. <laughs> it was rough weather yeah there was like it was like a, oh, I got up to watch the game and let me tell you it fueled my deadlift session there after, but, uh, it uh, yeah there was various points where there was there was two fellas and then I think up by the the windsock yeah yeah for halfway through the second half a third fella obviously got brave and up but he didn't make it to the end of the second half <laughs> yeah he was like good luck with this you're crazy yeah. just walking They're down two hardcore fans yeah. uh, to be fair fair play to them but yeah I suppose Let's get through this week. We obviously got the the reviews of round sixteen in the tipping. It did not go well for me. Um, if you can remember from last week, <laughs> and then obviously an abridged round seventeen, just the four fixtures, load of sides on buys, and then we'll do a little precursor to game three of Origin, which takes place next Wednesday. So, without much further ado, so we are going Manly and Storm on Thursday, thirty six thirty to Manly. Uh, it was a sloppy sloppy first half for Manly Manly have I think their third in complete sets in the league I think and the first seven sets they had two set completions it sort of turned around for them uh, Storm were coming on the back of, of good Bob possession uh, Pap went up the, the left hand side tried a little grubber in, the, in behind and Kohler just picked it off lovely ran the pitch I think it was a, a try out of nothing like it, it didn't really sway the team and then I think they started Manly started putting pressure then DC kicked a lovely 40-20 like perfect and from that set a stab went over in the corner stab went over in the corner after that and that's when they started turning the screw a little bit uh, Storm sort of ran out with Diesel in the first half like very much so very unlike them as well like I think I think uh, Beliek had a blow up at half time like it wasn't good like uh, but everything sort of manly did they came away with points it was one of them that the Storm mm. just couldn't get a foothold in it like they, they, they scored points from anything like and um, it wasn't it just wasn't typically I don't know if it was Munster not being there or something like that it was they were lacking something I think they're really lacking uh, the prop that had got the AC uh, or the Achilles what was his name uh, the blondie fella for the storm oh shit what's his name I can see him in my face uh, yeah you know who we're talking about um, I know who you're talking shape. about I hope the listeners know who you're talking about yeah, I, can't I, can, I can see him in my mind's eye but I think they're really missing him in, in these sort of games like the, the go forward ball he gets um, and Munster just to lead him around the field and maybe out of nothing to drag them out like he's one of them boys just to grab it by the scruff I think if Manly played this way, they're in trouble. If they play like they played in the last ten minutes, they'll beat any team off the field, <laughs> which was a complete turnaround. I think poor fucking. If you were a man, off oh, sorry. If you were Storm, if you're a Manly fan, you would be sweating in the last ten minutes of this game, because it would have been another loss at the <laughs> just from the jaws of victory, like which they did already, like previous, but. Uh, yeah, I think 
I think what I what's him uh, like the storm like I, I know Bellyache flogged him on, on Sunday this game was on a, a Thursday I think he flogged him on Sunday or, or Saturday the train Saturday Christian Welch Christian Welch bingo on the button but he, they're definitely missing that big body I know they I have um, I know they have big Nelson and stuff like that but he's still not the mm. ball player that, that Christian Welch is like He's a very much get up, get fast, play the balls and stuff like that. And and he's, uh, he's the character too, Christian. Yeah, Marks, I think that as well. But like, yeah, it's, you're, if you lost the like of Ado Carr as well, like it's a big loss, mm. and you lose him as well as the season goes on. It's not great for the for the yoke. But I think like this is the storm will bounce back from this, and like Belly can get them up. I think he's a great fella at in the moment to like lay down the law. And yeah. then after that, he's very much next game, next game. Like so, he won't. He flogged them one train session. They know he did it wrong, and then he just keep them going. Yeah. The only thing I would say, which is very unstorm like, is it was a big game. It was a hectic cheese's hundred. Yeah. Fixture and the storm nearly always get up. Yeah, for these ones. Yeah, game. yeah, get up for these ones, which, which was a, was strange for me as well. Like. Yeah. yeah. No, there was yeah. not many. That was it, really. It was there was last ten minutes. If you want to watch that again, see how good <laughs> the storm are yeah. and how bad the Manly can shit the load. <laughs> yeah, look, it was a it was a big big result for Manly. All the same, they needed that to kind of kick start their season because it's kind of coming fits and starts. Um, yeah, and next fixture. That's all right. Um, yeah. Knights Titans 38-12 in favour of the Knights 22 zip I think it was at half time um, yeah strange sort of a game like it, <laughs> when you look through the scores and you have a hat-trick for young Dominic Young he's always going to be representing Jamaica at the World Cup and then five tries by Edric Lee who's off to the Dolphins at the, at the end of the year yeah. like He's club captain uh, and then obviously a send off for Jared Wallace in the 70th minute it was, it was a strange game I'd obviously tip the titans and they're just they're broken it's kind of the the easy way uh the probably players plotting kind of transfers at the end of the season and kind of see who comes in then as well like yeah they're just i i feel sorry for holbrook Um, i know i've said it a few times like i do i do think we're getting to a stage now where he will come under pressure yeah. Just as a result of, of people who were under pressure who've kind of vacated their positions, he's kind of the next man up. But I don't think it's all his fault. I just think they've spent big money on your likes here for FIDA, um, where big money should have been spelt at where um Yeah, is but then you think who's the fault? Like I know the coach would, would have the final say and who doesn't want for FIDA, but I think the price range that you got him at was the problem I think it's always going to go back to that 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 price scale like that he, he's on like I just I just think like when you look at the perfect explanation for this for me is Payne Haas and Paddy Harrigan at, mm. at the Broncos so you look at Payne Haas looking for a million if anyone's foolish enough to pay him that fair enough like we get it he's an exceptional player but you can make up for what he brings in the interest so you can get like a Thomas Flegler and a, and a Paddy Harrigan arguably on maybe 300 grand less oh definitely less again like he could like yeah. a Thomas Flegler could be on half a million 400 like and be happy yeah, yeah. and you make it up in the interest and you've two kind of well you could get three players for, for the, the price yeah. that Watson's going to cost you ultimately like yeah and then do you know he, he's kind of thrown the the toys out of the pram a few times as Payne has so um, now I know we're talking about the Broncos and we're on the Titans but I just think when you're trying to rebuild I think you need to pay on your, your spine players and just get bodies in your kind of pack and kind of your edges um, and that's kind of where I think the Titans have, they probably look they arguably needed a marquee player but he wasn't the one that you needed he definitely no. wasn't the one he, if no. you got a 7 or a 6 or even a gun gun ha- like well I don't think it's work for the Knights to get Pong as your as your key marquee player like as much as they thought they no. would have but like if you got a 7 or 6 or, or a ball playing 13 like it would have been far much better like but you, but you could argue like who's been probably one of the better half pairings on a budget the, like the in terms of output to budget the best halves pairing in the NRL this year it's the Cowboys it's the Cowboys well, the, so, that, that three, like that, 
that mm. drink water as well like you throw him in there as well the three of them for the money they're on probably would yeah. scare you for what the rest of the the competition are on like yeah it's a real kind of adjustment period but look um, two clubs who I probably don't think are going to make the eight so uh, like probably worth a watch as a game if it's on live but I wouldn't be racing back to rewatch it it's kind of my synopsis the Knights Titans yeah, I, think we'll I know that it was a high scoring game but like there's not much there like to no. to draw you back in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. next game Panthers yeah. and Rooster Friday the late one on Friday it was 26-18 to the Rooster oh to the Panthers I'm afraid uh, <laughs> the Panthers first try was like a typical Panthers try just slick hands down the right hand side and uh, Brian in there just squeezing in the corner there, there was a, a sort of a I know it's a little bit of a controversy now but there was a Veril's tackle in between this just after this that he sort of ducked low and Sarson went over the top of him and he was penalised for lifting the legs up which was ridiculous I thought soft yeah it would be but completely completely wrong like and then on the back of the, I think the next penalty did they they made a break through Salmon and Angus Crichton got a yellow card off it like so that was two big calls that the ref made I know it was probably harsh Angus I know he did pull back Crichton a little bit but it, it was another soft soft penalty in the lead up in, in such a close proximity from the, the first penalty like ultimately it didn't really cost the Roosters they went on and scored I think uh, Teddy made a break and he put uh, Sam Walker over then which gave them a uh, Get them. It was it a six eight or six four? I think. So it wasn't too bad, but I just thought that I know Rob uh, Robinson came out in the press after it, and he would, it was very much a talking point, which was a bit strange for me. Like I thought, like the game was in the balance. I know the Roosters went on; they were eighteen four leading with the last fifteen minutes. Oh, eighteen fourteen, sorry, leading the last fifteen minutes, and Cleary just stepped up. Like he had a lovely face ball to uh, Tago put him in over the front and then Carlos out just a little scoot Radley played his heart out I thought yeah you gotta love him um, he couldn't do any more but on that in Carlos oh. uh, try he just fell asleep he busted someone got up and was I saw I think he was talking to him a little bit and then just fell asleep went the wrong side of the rook and Carson just snuck over there for that just to, to, to get them over the line but uh, I think with Radley in the fee- on, on the field the Roosters look a far better team yeah he sort of he definitely he's the, he's he, the heart is really isn't he, he leads like his efforts in some of them like like there's if you look at some of the, the sets he's making about four tackles three tackles a set like and they're not like just going for the leg tackles which is ridiculous like he really, he really forces the 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 defense in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, look, we I think we're both probably huge fans of the Radley. So yeah, but it's great to see him back. That that he like as we said previously, and we didn't really touch on it at the time. But when I went back and looked at him, he was one of the missing links in this. When we kept on saying about these roosters' defense, like it's not good enough. I think I know there are are the 10th now in the league they're just two out of the with I think it's two games at hand oh, not two games at hand but they have to win by two to get back up into the, the top eight I don't yeah. know their round I don't know what their fixtures are but it's going to be tight for them to try and break the eight even with Victor back Victor the inflictor yeah yeah, they're under pressure. Um, like the dragons are still in the eight, so it's probably. Look, I'm I'm going to be very optimistic and say it's between. I think the Rabbitohs kind of showed their back in a big way, but we'll get to that in, like kind of later on in the show. But yeah. I think, I think that we can stick a fork in the Knights. To be fair, I know they're only two points. I'd say I give us the smallest of hope in eleventh, Roosters in tenth. Seagulls in ninth, and then the Dragons in eighth. I think one of those four sides makes the eight. I think the Roosters kick, or the Rabbitohs kick on. 
Is the Roosters do the Roosters have a buy in the next one? That's them. That's the two points. Then they're back up to to just two points. Then is it? The if they're not playing, if they're not playing next week, then yeah, that's their buy week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so they'll go up by two points then and then Rabideau oh well Raiders have two points as well yeah no, no, it doesn't really affect the table as much but it's just the fact that the Dragons are playing as well the Broncos so yeah. Yeah, yeah drop down um, yeah up. teams in the boy obviously Doggies Cowboys Panthers Raiders Roosters Manly Titans and the Warriors yeah so they all get two points yeah fair enough um, yeah, but that would probably arguably arguments made that was probably in terms of a quality aspect probably the game of the round. Yeah, I think Roosters fans would be a little bit happier with. I know the, the result wasn't the result they wanted, but the team they're playing is the the premiers. So it's a palatable loss. Yeah, it's a palatable yeah, yeah. Loss. Like it was there to be won. If you if you get me, like yeah, and you you back yourself in it. Winner takes all in a, in a playoff game. You'd say, yeah, no, we we, we had them game. or we were close to them like last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose next up another weather affected fixture. Um, doggies sharks obviously eighteen six to the sharks with six all at half time. Um, Jake Avarillo with with a late try in the in the first half, and then I think the, to be fair, the sharkies grounded out. Um, I know we kind of geez, we we, di- we definitely are huge fans of, of Nico but I just thought but Nico with the rain though oh my god the hair <laughs> he should be playing the rain all the time it was like a point, point break <laughs> it was more his control for me for someone who's new to the starting position yeah. at a NRL level um, to show that kind of experience and just kind of yeah, when, manage the weather and like the, when the team, are, yeah, when the team isn't going good, like or, or as you say, weather affecting play, like mm. you 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 think your experienced halfbacks would run the show, like, but for mm. him to step up and say, I still, I I get this, like yeah. when you have uh, the other halfback beside him, like that's signed oh, wow. on for another two two years, yeah, um, yeah, I always thought, I also thought, kind of key performers for me as well, like. He's kind of always like consistently overlooked, but I thought Nakora in second row, in the second row had kind of a monster monster game as well. Um, I thought the back five were very very good in, in the conditions. Like like Talakai yeah, Talakai after since his big like since that big game he played like he I think he ran over was it one hundred and eighty four meters or something, but still like that's massive, and still they want the the the, the big big yards out of him. Yeah. And he's consistent. Yeah, he's consistent with these, like, which is ridiculous. And Ramey on the other side, like, them two boys are, are working really well. And Will Kennedy is, is, I think he ran for 150, like, where I think nobody on the, the Bulldogs ran from over 100, like, which just shows you, like. You're wrong. Oh, sorry. Um, but I'll, I'll read it out to you. So, us, us. most run meters. You ready? Yeah. It's the top six most run meters. So, Talakai, 170. Will Kennedy 163 Jesse Raymond 161 next up was Corey Riddell, uh, Riddell 150 and then uh, Fatilla Marana ran for 143 metres as well and then it gives Jeremy Marshall King but I know he definitely wasn't the 6th he was 101 run metres so right. yeah look I think, I think you're, you're trying to you're, you're fucking hard yeah yeah yeah, yeah I didn't see that, that. <laughs> I said the back five <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah fair enough mate um, yeah, no, no, but look, I thought, yeah, I thought like, like, like the doggies are not the doggies of no, the they're, they're far better than they were. Like, yeah. I think Potter has them playing good stuff, like, and that weather is uh, the great equalizer, as the fella says. So, yeah, no, look, like, big, and as you say, like, yeah, the shark could have put them to sword and they didn't in the weather, like, so like, they are a team that are far better than they were, yeah, yeah. Now, so that's uh, that's all from that one. Um, so the next one would be. Yeah. yeah, it's a high, high scoring game. So Saturday, Cowboys and Broncos, forty twenty six to the Cowboys. These are two teams that can score tries. They they have no problem with scoring tries. Uh, I know Reynolds was he came out strongly and and denied that his ribs were affecting him, but there was some sloppy play in in, in his play. Like he he threw an intercept for the for the Cowboys first yeah. try, and then he kicked two out in the full. And even when he was 
passing like even when he went to run the ball he was passing the ball a lot lot earlier than he'd used to like mm. like it was just straight like normally he'd bring it to the line like up to the line and, and he's going to get belted like but he was passing way way earlier and I think that put the, the Broncos a little bit out of sync in the way they're used to getting the ball off him like they had to mm. actually whereas before he put them into space the cow or the Broncos boys outside backs nearly had to find their own space like because they were getting the ball that early uh, the Cowboys nearly had an answer for any points the Broncos scored and just outlasted them at the end like mm. like fair play like like Peyton is I think he has the, like these are I think the Cowboys like I would not like to get the Cowboys in the playoffs no, especially how they're they're tracking. They're like they're likely to, like if I. They are on the same points as. They're on the same points as the storm. Like so, if the storm slip up, I know they're they have a game at hand. The storm, but if the storm slip up and they go into the second, is that a home semi final? Uh, or home yeah, court, whatever it'd be, way it it'd works. Be yeah. first. Well, it'd be first, first versus fourth, and second versus third. So, uh, so you could be sitting, you could be the, you could be the Sharks or the Broncos or Eels or anyone that got that. That would be a horrible, horrible assignment, especially up in, in North Queensland. Like, yeah, that is as the as the was the weather starting to turn back. Yeah, oh. especially like yeah, especially when it starts getting a bit warm up there. Like, it'll be yeah. a horrible, horrible. Nobody want to go, like. Nobody want to go up there at all in the in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, the Cowboys are they're definitely worth their salt now this year. I know we all tipped them at the, at the beginning of the year, but I strongly take it back and I rooted out all my Cowboys gear. So I'm gonna ride these into the finals. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if the Roosters make a late start? What are you gonna do? I have gears on. Like they might play each other on the same day. Like <laughs> I can change. I can yeah, change. Fair, fair. <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's valid. Um, next up, now this is one we we both got wrong, um, <laughs> and it kind of shows we got it wrong in a big way. So we, we both kind of tipped Para um, to overcome the Rabbitohs, but Rabbitohs came came good in a, in a big way. Our beach sprinter, to twelve. Our beach sprinter <laughs> came came good. Yeah, our beach sprinter. Um, I thought, look, the silent assassin. Johnson again uh, two lovely tries and Latrell showed kind of what they've been missing he really got them going there's a, there's a, that, that Damien Cook try shows you all of Latrell's worth he just bursts the game open I think his one-to-ones like make mm. him so valuable like compared to like other centres and stuff like that when he comes on one-to-one you actually don't know what's going to happen when he wants to, when he wants to do it, and he finds himself in open pastures, and he has one defender in front of him, you're you're either going to be sat down or made a show of. Yeah. And Reed Manny is, is no slouch in defence. No, um, but on an eels kind of standing, they are who we feared they were, not who we hoped they would be. I just think this season, unfortunately for Brad Arthur, is probably his last, and it's a shame because like. They've been competitive throughout his entire tenure, but I just think the Eels faithful expect a championship from this side, and I don't think he'll be the man to deliver it. So I think he could be asked to maybe step down at the end of the season. Yeah. Key talking point from this, though, is actually not the result. It's uh, the trial's decision to withdraw from Origin 3. Um, it's a decision I wholeheartedly support, and I think fair play to him for having the, the gumption. Um, like he probably wasn't going to be picked anyway That's like he's played one game but I think just to kind of kill the media headlines leading into the game and then the if New South Wales were to lose the whole oh well they should have picked Luttrell kind of element of it I think yeah Jordan, kind of incredible maturity and it's kind of yeah it was a good look they were talking shite on on the three, NRL 360 there today like which that's 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 I've never seen that happen before but like that's, they were I think what's the name put it up Buzz put it up that if you play the NRL you cannot withdraw from rep sides if you get picked or something like that it's in the contract or something but nobody has come back 
in one game and be picked like <laughs> and withdrew themselves <laughs> so like he it's but he still kept on going on about it, which which it, it sickened me like a little bit for the fella that he like Latrell sometimes in the media he gets portrayed one way and I think what he does for the Aboriginal community as well like it's ridiculous for these to be put on such a high pedestal and then anything he does that could be could be classed as a controversy or something like that be dragged along like like on a Monday morning like and him just coming back to be dragged into a controversy that it's much of a muchness like it's nothing they just love Phil and Colin Inches with Latrell Mitchell and yeah. that's well it sells that's why ultimately problem, unfortunately like just what kind of it's it's like he the, the poor kid when I say kid but he can do nothing right no matter how much he does yeah like if he if he didn't say that and he was picked it would be oh how dare they pick him like he's only back from like it's just it's but then if he, he, did, right if he didn't wrong, come out and said what he said would they be talking about why haven't they picked him like so it, it nearly takes away from the selectors the pressure of why haven't you picked him like you know that way it's like mm. a, it's, it's a double edged sword but I think there's more it's more positive that he came out and said what he said instead of the the selectors coming out and what is, and saying we didn't pick him because he only played one game like he unpicked yeah. himself like and it makes it the most unselfish thing and back to two lads that were there as well yeah um, one of which I have issues with but <laughs> just because you're get that. Uh, well I think you're going to talk about it now in a minute I am, but you you next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warriors and Tigers on Sunday. Uh, 22-2 to the Warriors. So the home fans got what they wanted, which was a victory. First home victory in a thousand days or something. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tohu Harris scored the first try back in New Zealand after Egan's try got scratched off earlier. He never even got it down. <laughs> uh, and then the next two tries came off Johnson's boot the first one was absolutely gorgeous pinpoint into the corner for Zelezniak to get up and compete like the Tigers mm. tapped it back I, t- I don't know who tapped it back but uh, Harris Tafita got in there and scored when the ball was in the end zone like and then the second one was it was like a lazy run by Johnson just down the right hand side brought it to the line and just chipped it like just just kicked yeah. it up straight in the air for Zelezniak again who got up and competed and Arthur got the tap back and, and crashed over the line uh, Tigers are absolutely appalling. Yeah. Uh, only, only positive for the, uh, the Tigers was Offen Gowie. Like I thought, he played hard well. Fifty or uh, fifty-eight tackles, I think he made. But he was the only one to sort of fight, which was poor, poor. Like the Tigers are. Who, like if if you the only t- like the only coach that will come to this will be the like of. Shane Flanagan or or Paul Green maybe an established coach they're not in I a new think. coach would not need this hassle I think no I think the only person that's going to take this is a new coach I think anyone oh. that has any experience and has any standing is not going to take the risk in this someone will take it obviously because there's only a finite number of NRL jobs but like you've seen uh, Car- Cameron Serraldo turned it down yeah. and he got the whole like everything was open to him like yeah, like, and, but and supposedly they came back and said what they need is an experienced coach to lead this <laughs> you do not need a new coach because this is it's what's underneath is the problem I think yeah until Pasco goes I think it's not we've seen it in Tales of Tiger Town like, yeah. it's just it's it's very much broken. it's been broke it's been broke for a while um, it's been lo- there's loads of issues like I, I don't think that merger of the western suburb, suburbs in Balmain ever really went down too well yeah, uh, they're like fierce rivals. Is a bit like to borrow a rugby union expression. It's a bit like the the merger p- between Neat and Swansea. Like there was a huge rivalry and maybe Ospreys, and just it's never really sat right. Yeah, Tigers the same, and then you've got a Trump wannabe in Pasco, um, with his mm. fake tan and his dodgy hair yeah. Um, so yeah, no, look, I, I and his stage photographs. Goes, yeah, until. Until he goes, uh, I don't think we're going to see a change in the West Tigers' fortune. And, like, I love Tim Sheen's brilliant coach. 
been there, done that, proven it. Actually, like did it with Benji and obviously famous Pat Richards Troy. But I just don't think they're ever going to get back there until they get rid of Pascal because he is a leech. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Look, delighted for the Warriors. We call it. There wasn't a the hope in hell. Yeah, they're going to tell you. Fucked us up. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, so good to see them back home and get the homecoming they deserve. Absolute heroes for what they've done for the NRL competition over the last two years. Yeah. So, yeah, happy days. Do you want to keep right. on talking about the Warriors or what's the story? Right, come on, <laughs> we'll get, we get this over and done with. So, St. George, Illawarra Dragons, 12, Canberra Raiders, 10. Uh, really kicked my Sunday off to a ferocious start um, <laughs> yeah look it was just a, just a tough tough watch I don't even like I think a four pack has done brilliantly um, it's it's kind of our spine positions that are letting us down and arguably the the least experienced is the best one in uh, Zach Woolford I think I really rate him as a hooker I like how he controls the tempo and then you bring on uh Jesus' name escapes me. Subhooker is Starling. Sorry, Jesus, I don't know how that escaped me. But I think <laughs> Fogarty. Which is a, 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 like I know he's back from injury, but I had higher hopes for for him. Um, Jack is Jack. Xavier Savage is just rocks and diamonds. Like he took the try brilliantly. So he dealt with some some horrific ball in those conditions, but then the Moses Suli try. A minute out before half time, he just he, he didn't get off the line. He kind of stood in his line and, and kind of like a big man. You have to rush him. I thought kind of he kind of showed his inexperience there. And then look, it was it was an awful kind of second half. Like you got to bear in mind that the Dragons didn't score mm. after that Moses Suli try in thirty eight minutes. Yeah, we got to try obviously Hudson Young, but we just couldn't get across the line. And it, it's 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 not losses to the Storm and, and the Panthers that have damaged us it's these easy winnable games not, not that the Dragons are a bad side but on their day they can be horrific and yeah. we just we, we've left so many points on the table this season and we're probably not going to make the 8 it would be phenomenal to get, for us to make the 8 from this position given how tight and much of a logjam but I just for me right and I know I'm biased if Joey DePine doesn't win Daily M properly here, well then I'm done with the voting system because he's been a different custard. Uh, different custard. He's yeah, no, I just think he's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like and even you look at the Dragons, like Ben Hunt was average. Like Yeah, there <laughs> weren't the there was nobody, yeah. There was nobody really standing out for the Dragons like like especially Ben Hunt, like. Yeah, I thought Jack Bird a good game. Thought Jack Bird had a good game. Just did some, some of the kind of, the hard yards and a bit of the kind of unsung work. And he, he I think he came up with the try assist. I think for Moses Suli just put a lovely ball, put him through that line. But yeah, no, um, yeah, look, uh, I've aged this season. Well, I think the the most the, the I think the pill that I found hard to swallow with the, with the Raiders was the last play, where Mate. Hunt came off the Mate. line. No, the the six Mate. again. I think Mate. it was. What? Mate. What's wrong? You didn't find that hard to swallow at all. You were at home laughing. You were like, I can't wait to get this I was crying as hard as the rain was falling. Yeah, you weren't be shy. I don't know, I was laughing. I was so laughing. Yeah. But I just thought it was such an easy out for the ref to call a six again when there's only six seconds left in the fucking clock where it should have been a penalty. Penalty. Because he flopped on him first. Hunt flopped on him first. Made the other tackler sort of fall into the tackle zone and only got round the corner to, to, to come offside again. So, like, there was two or three <laughs> offences in one tackle that should have warranted a penalty, which would have brought you to golden point. And then it's in your hands again, like. Yeah, then it's anyone's game. Yeah. I, and I, like, the six again, the six again rule was great when it works, but these sort of rulings kill the game, like. It brings it into total. Yeah, it brings it into total. It makes the rule null and void. Like, because it's easier to go, knowing the like. It means nothing to the to the, the dragons to do a six again with six seconds left. Because the next play the ball and you're done. Like, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, look, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a rough 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 call now. But look, 
as bad as McCall is, it is. Shouldn't have got to that. We should, like there was we, ample possession, ample opportunity to win that fixture, and we just again we left it out there. It's not that decision is not going to define our season. It's it's kind of not getting over like the faders tagged to be honest with you. Um, now I know we didn't fade in this. Like we were behind kind of pretty much the whole way through. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's where we kind of failed. But look, tipping, fantastic. Um, <laughs> I think you went six of eight. And I went three of eight. So I think off the top of my head, I think the the score now is seventy one points to yourself and sixty to him. <laughs> I was I was doing I was on a bit of a roll. I was hey, coming back. chipping away, yeah. and then boom, blow me out of the water in one <laughs> round. So yeah, the round seventeen is it me first or yourself? Yeah, yourself. Okay, so you've you've left me with an, with an absolute doozy, and I just I really want to thank you for this because like. I obviously had an exceptionally busy day today at work. We're obviously recording on a Monday, and okay, I actually got my fixtures wrong. Yeah, so. I was looking at that coin. What's he mean, little bastard? <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought you said you were doing odds, uh, but that's okay. Um, yeah, fair enough. So Thursday, ten fifty, Storm versus the Sharkies up in Point Bet Stadium. It's let's call it what it is. It's Shark Park. Shark Park. Uh, this is going to be an interesting fixture. Um, you've looked at the kind of the Blues and the Maroon squads. The the side that's arguably going to lose out more is, is is obviously going to be the Storm with their Queensland based players. Yeah. So the Sharkies have a chance here. I think yeah, especially a home fixture. And especially yeah. the way the storm perform, I know they're never going to perform like that again in in a long time. But uh, their current form and Sharks being at home, it makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I I'm so tempted to to tip the Sharkies, but I just don't think I can. I can tip in a manner that's going to mean the storm lose two in a row. <laughs> oh it's very tough now will Heinz be released if he's 19th man <laughs> will it one yeah um, yeah there's talk obviously Talakai could drop to 18th man someone else could go 17th man but I'll get out of here you <laughs> yeah um, yeah look fuck, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Sharkies I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be aggressive on the home stretch if I'm gonna catch you I would go Sharks as well with you <laughs> oh, um, yeah, fair. Yourself, uh, yes. So the Knights and the Rabbitohs on Friday. This is the game I thought you wanted me to review. No, no, sorry, I apologize. Ten fifteen, ten fifty-five on Friday evening. On Friday morning, sorry. Uh, I think the Rabbitohs put thirty points on the Eels on a shitty day. It'll be scary to see what they put on the Knights on a good day. So yeah. with Latrell on the second game back, yeah, first game back. yeah, 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 yeah. I know, like they'll be missing a few lads, but I think they're far, far stronger now with the two lads playing in that combination. So I am mm. tipping the rabbitos on that one. Yeah, yeah, happy with that. Um, yeah, I'll join you on that one. It's just kind of a bit of a slam dunk that one. To be fair. Yeah. Struggle with it. Um, yeah, a bit of a next up, I suppose Saturday morning, ten thirty-five. Bit of a Western Sid- Sydney derby. Uh, the Eels probably not as affected as they should be. Fair to say, um, given the talent at their disposal. But look, like our oval and um, ten thirty-five West Tigers versus Parramatta Eels. You look. I'm not saying it won't happen because it has happened already this season. But you be out of your mind to back the West Tigers in this one. I'd say Parramatta Eels on the bounce back after that fixture. Weather, I don't know what it's likely to be, but if it's a dry track, could be scary. I think they could put twenty on them. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fixture now. If you'd be stupid not to go against the Eels. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at the odds there. I know they're Australian in the odds, but. Parramatta coming in at a dollar twenty, Wests coming in at four dollars and fifty cents. So that much, four dollars fifty. Jesus Christ! 
Yeah. And well, yeah, because, like, I know they're not missing that many. Like, the Eels aren't missing that many going to camp. Like, you think Clint will play... Regan Regan Campbell Gillard didn't make the team. Like, Reed Manny's still there. Like, Paps will be there. Like, they are a strong, strong team, especially in this time of the year. Like, like, it's funny... It's funny you mentioned missing out when potentially some of our listeners could miss out by not clicking the link in the podcast description and visiting usasports.co.uk and picking up some high quality US sporting apparel. That's It's just funny you brought that up actually. Yeah. It's coming to that it's season terrible. again, isn't it? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> you sell out, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sunday... 10, uh, the 10th of July Suncorp Stadium Brisbane Broncos and the Dragons uh, this one I think Suncorp Stadium plays a lot and I think to be buzzing the week that's in it I think the fact that it's sold out for State of Origin 3 a lot of people will go to the game on Sunday just to get the feel for it Like, so I think with the home team with the home team advantage, I think the Broncos will do do a number on the Dragons, I think. Especially with Ben Hunt away. Like. Everyone in that A place log jam a massive favour. Yeah, I think, yeah. Mm. It'll, it'll, well, there are a few injury doubts. Like, uh, Tamarna, Mary, I think he picked up a rib injury. And Tessie New, his hamstrings due back. Don't know if it's this week or next week. So, it be interesting to see... You're losing Ass, Carrigy and Cabo and, and Cape Well like but I think mm. with the likes of Reynolds and, and, and people around them like even Brenko Lee coming into the side, like I think that's they have good replacements in, in, in ways like Yeah, he's uh we've talked about it before, the the uh, the time Brenko spent at Melbourne has made him a far more reliable yeah. and uh, favourite players he's so just yeah he's just a, like as you say like any storm player that comes out of there like they're just a professional yeah which is and I would take Broncos yourself yeah probably going to take Broncos more out of kind of a desire to kind of keep the Raiders in the hunt than any yeah more logical reason now look I do think the Broncos would be heavy favourites up there but uh, yeah look I actually think that's potentially the pick of the games this weekend I know we've got Storm and the Sharkies but I think that could be a bit of a mm. be a bit of a slugfest that one yeah I think there's nobody really going to go it, it could go either way like and you you, yeah. you wouldn't see it yeah Um. okay so now kind of I suppose the main reason a home field advantage is. you can go first yeah so I'll call out the uh, the Queensland uh, starting side obviously key ins obviously both for more Hamaso, Taboy, Fidel, Sam Walker, Tommy Flegler, and Tom Gilbert. And the key out is Felice Cafusi. So 11 10 on Wednesday, the 13th of July. Obviously, Suncorp, we've discussed. So, backline, Ponga, Cabo, other wing, Murray Tuolangi, centres of Valentine Holmes, Dane Gagai, and your halfback parent of Cameron Munster and Daily Cherry Evans. Four pack. Someone who's been immense this series and hasn't kind of got the praise deserves. Lindsay Collins. I think he's been absolutely phenomenal um, in this day of origin, particularly game one. And then obviously hooker, you've got Ben Hunt, Josh Papali'i, Cork Capewell, Germany, Nanai, and then big Tino Fa'asuma Aulau. Uh, definitely butchered that. Interchange bench of Harry Grant, Joy Arrow, Paddy Garrigan, and Tom Gilbert. And then obviously your reserves, as, as mentioned, you've kind of got Tommy Flegler, you've got Tom Dearden, Bo Former, uh, The Hammer, and Sam Walker. But I think that 17, I think, is pretty much Tom Gilbert, maybe under a bit of pressure, but I think that's kind of the, the 17 we're going to start with. Mm. Well, Tom uh, Gilbert, another cowboy coming into the squad, like it just shows you how the cowboys are, are tracking this year. Like, Yeah, shows you how well they're going. Mm. Um, obviously, yeah, it it it's it. I'll, I'll let you go through the sides before we start making calls. Cool. And stuff. All right, so I just name out the sides there now. I'll name out New South Wales. So, fullback James Tedesco, captain, uh, Brian Tahoe and Brian Tup- oh, Daniel Tupo on the wings, Matt Burton, Stephen Crichton hold their spaces in centre, 
Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves. Jordan McLean and Jakey Trevojevic propping. Uh, Corsau and Hooken. Cam Murray and Liam Martin on the rows. And Isaac Yo on Lucy. On the interchange, Damien Cook, Angus Crichton, Junior Paulo and Talakai all retain their places. 18th man, a little slide down for Nico, but Jack, uh, Jack Whiten's in there. 19 is Nico, 20 is uh, Clint Gutterson, 21 Jacob Safi, and then 22 Reese Robson. So that's another cowboy in, which is great to see. Two of them in the news at World Side as well. Mm. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, any change? I don't know. There's questions over like Jordan McLean. Like I think it's great for him to, to go up, coming from the storm. Like and and we all know the history of Jordan. Like and to go up to the Cowboys, sit quiet for a while, and like his efficient, his tackle efficiency this year is ninety six point eight. So you're talking the same way as Jakey. Like, yeah. so I think they're looking at the defense. Like the first fifteen minutes, Queensland will throw the, the kitchen sink at them, and they're looking at the defense. New South Wales looking for the defence like that they're, that, that they're hoping to, to stem the tide like uh, as you say like you're going to talk about him anyway like but Jack you could see him I know Crichton we we had uh, we had a few critiques of him there the last game so you could see Jack Whiten going in there into the like it mean nothing to me for him to go in and start in the centre or Talakai to move down to 18th and, and him to take that like Agaby it'd be it'd be the 14th role like but he can still play Lucy or, or like he can still be a, a mm-hmm. option in the back like but I think like it's a strong strong team yeah and what what's your prediction <sighs> my heart tipping out. my heart tells me New South Wales what's your head tell you my head tells me Queensland <laughs> yeah um, yeah I'm kind of in a similar boat to be fair it's just do you know what I, like the thing to bear in mind for, for game two and I think you pretty much nailed the head on uh, the hit the nail on the head like a huge aspect of game two which hasn't been talked about enough was the travel and the fact that Queensland flew in so late and had to adjust Whereas there's all these stats that like the New South Wales players obviously they're recording their sleep and their best sleep was the night before the game. And that took them a week. That took them a week mm. to get climatized. Yeah. So yeah, no, I definitely I think these sides are a lot more even than game two would have you believe. Yeah. Especially after game one. I there's just something in that kind of New South Wales side and like I don't really rate Stephen Green. He he's potentially a weak link for me. If things go back to kind of how they were in game one, I didn't think it was great when he came off the bench in game one. Look, I obviously I'd rather Jack, but I'd actually rather Talakai either. Um and to a lesser extent I'd rather Katoni Staggs. I think to me, if I was New South Wales selected in the morning, Stephen Crichton would be a four choice centre. Yeah, he's been like to be fair to me, he's been in and around the camp for the last is it the last two years. But he's yeah. still I think he's young enough that he it's not really his time yet, if you get me. Which no. like he's twenty two, I think. Another two years, like he'll be he might grow in like he is very, very long, very, very light, if you let if you get his legs, compared to the likes of, of Jack White and and maybe like like as you said, Talakai like like there's nobody gonna pick them up and drive them back the way he was driven back in in the second game like no in the first no. game sorry no and then there's there's also thing like I was texting you during the game whatever it's like he just shoots out of the line so much and I was like I said it to you at the time and it was it was relatively even at that time it was like if New South Wales go on to lose this fixture he's potentially someone who's going to have the effect be an outcome yeah somewhere yeah. And you can just see with that try when they came down his edge, like he was the one that, that fell off when they had to be disciplined in, in their edge defence, yeah. like yeah. he was the weak Unreal. link. When yeah. all the like all the shooting all the shoot up the tackles he made, he he grabbed them or he sort of got them. But as soon as they came down the edge and he hit the hold that discipline line, that's when he, he was let down, like Yeah, yeah, no hundred percent agreement. But look, I think I think it's gonna be the pick of the three games. 
Yeah, I think. Oh, definitely. Like it, it's 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 definitely. It like it, it couldn't it couldn't you couldn't write it nearly like you know that way. Yeah, yeah. Like this this game like the first carry if you if you miss the first carry you do not like rugby league. <laughs> you are not sitting with with all your bits and pieces, breakfast sorted, whatever you need, or your dinner, or whatever you are in the world. If you are not we'll sitting down ready work. for the first hit up, just give up. Yeah, yeah, grow up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Look, yeah. Do you know what New South Wales are going to do? It. I don't care. I know it's never been done before, but I, I just I think they're going to do it in spite of. I would say I'm going to pip them by two points. Ooh. I think they'll win by two tries oh jeez that's big yeah I think if they get on top of them and if Queensland like there might be a controversy yellow card or something fingers crossed um, <laughs> like I, I know the yellow card was a massive massive decision but ultimately like Queensland didn't play bad they just ran out of steam mm. like they just tackled themselves into exhaustion like so you're hoping dear god we get another yellow card and we can run over top of them again <laughs> yeah 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 look yeah look it's, it's gonna be it's, you, you gotta stick it on record you gotta highlight the season game a decider Um. I don't think I have much else to, to discuss. No, I think we're all quiet. I know there was a magic round in the domestic fixtures. Mm. But I haven't seen any results up. <laughs> so <laughs> they've been very, very quiet. The Irish Rugby League page, for some reason, I don't know why. They're not as updating as... The, I know the girls, I think uh, Dublin Exiles won against Galway. And I know... The Longhorns were bet by Galway as well. So yeah, I think the Exiles, Exiles did beat the Cork Bulls as well. Yeah. No, sorry, Brambridge, sorry. Bambridge. The, yeah. No, yeah. All right, very good. Bambridge overcame the Cork Bulls. I think it was a big, it was a heavy scoring. Yeah, it was heavy, points, heavy score, yeah. And the, I think the Exiles and the Fighting Irish game got, got pulled. I think the, the Apoi Fighting Irish had kind of issues with COVID and most other things. I think they could actually feel in the end, so pretty disappointing disappointing stuff but uh, yeah that's that's all for me I think that's me done too yeah thank you and good night good luck Play to Kiri, he's down the left, short pass Mitchell, beautiful pass to Tupo, into the backfield.